Welcome to Trail Effect. I am your host, Josh Blum. Trail Effect is a show that dives into the stories behind trails, the communities that embrace trails, and the people who rely on trails as a way of life. The goal of this show is to turn the stories you will hear from our guests into useful knowledge that can be applied to your community while providing some entertaining and inspirational content. Guests on Trail Effect include trail builders, board members, community leaders, volunteers, and regular people who really enjoy trails. Dylan Schiefer with All Kids Bike is our guest for episode 49. All Kids Bike was started by the Strider Bike Company in an effort to introduce more kindergartners to bicycles. The way kids learn to ride bikes was forever changed when the Strider was brought to the masses. Training wheels are now becoming a thing of the past as kids learn to coast and bounce before they learn to pedal. Now it is about getting Striders into the hands of more kids so more kids can learn what it's like to feel the freedom of two wheels. Several of the All Kids Bike Ambassadors have been in the Trail Effect podcast, such as Gary Vernon, Cat Sweet, Victor Sheldon, and David Weens. David is who I credit for connecting me with Dylan Schiefer. Sit back and listen to this interview with Dylan and learn more about All Kids Bike. Support for Trail Effect comes from Smith's Bike Shop in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Smith's is a full-service bike shop that is a retailer for Trek Bicycle Company and Salsa Cycles. Smith's also has a full line of components and accessories from Bontrager and other various companies. For more information about Smith's Bike Shop, go to www.smithsbikes.com. A special thanks goes out to Ben Wallenack of Mountain Bike Radio for supporting this podcast and to the people who have shared their time and knowledge. Without this, we would not have these stories to tell. This podcast is an Evolution Trail Services production. For more information about Evolution Trail Services, go to www.evotrails.com. Here we are today with Trail Effect. I have Dylan Schiefer. Dylan is behind All Kids Bike, which is an important part of trails and trail communities because everybody starts out somewhere and now kids have cool devices called striders, which is something that wasn't around when I was a kid and I wish it was. And I know for me personally, my daughters never had training wheels because they went straight from striders to pedal bikes, which was a pretty awesome thing. And I think we're seeing more and more of that. So how's it going this morning, Dylan? I'm good, sir. I'm good. Um, it's a great day in South Dakota. I just want to thank you uh, for the opportunity to bring us on here. I'm excited for this. Yeah. Well, let's get your backstory, Dylan. How did you, what did you do to lead into where you are today with All Kids Bike? Yeah. So I have kind of a, a crazy background, but, um, you know, I was a kid in the early nineties and I think, um, I think everyone says that the best time to be a kid is when they were a kid, but I really think that was a great time. And I grew up in a really small community in South Dakota and I, I grew up on my bike. My dad raced motorcycles professionally and I was so fascinated by that. And he always said the fastest way to a motorcycle is mastering a bicycle. And so the bike kind of became the backbone of everything that I really loved doing growing up and just being a kid and riding a bike everywhere and going to your friend's house and knowing where your friends are at because all the bikes were in the front yard that it was just Every good memory I have as a kid has two wheels behind it. I grew up, I actually, um, I went into the army after high school, did a couple of years in Afghanistan, and that turned into a, a law enforcement career after that. I did law enforcement for over five years. And, you know, I have a daughter who's now five years old and I kind of wanted to chase a sense of normalcy where I wanted a more routine life, but it was so important to me that if I left law enforcement, I still wanted to help people and I still wanted, you know, to fill my cup with joy by the sense of giving and doing something bigger than me. And I'm so lucky that Strider is actually headquartered, you know, in my, my hometown. So you have this global company in small town, Rapid City, South Dakota, 
And, um, you know, my little brother races American flat track and the pro singles tour and Strider was a huge sponsor of his. So Strider's always kind of been part of my family. So getting into all kids bike, you know, I made the leap. I jumped out of law enforcement, um, that uniform life and into this, you know, I'm still helping kids and working with kids, which is just, it's awesome. It's such a cool thing to do. So I'm happy where I'm at. Yeah. Did you ever compete on two wheels before you went into the military? I did. Um, I raced flat track quite a bit. Definitely not as good as my dad and brother. I was really good at crashing. I got some metal bones now to make up for that. But um, yeah, I grew up on two wheels and racing was awesome. Yeah. Let's talk about All Kids Bike. What, did, uh, what was the impetus behind it or what, why did All Kids Bike get, get started and, and what is it? Yeah. So All Kids Bike. So there's Strider. And then in 2017, Ryan McFarland, the uh, founder, CEO, president of Strider, uh, created what's called the Strider Education Foundation, which is really life on two wheels, bettering the health and future of the children. So if you look at the decline of kids riding bike over the last 10, 15 years, it's been a 50% drop in the number of kids using bikes to go places. It's been a 35% drop in kids just riding bikes for fun which is absolutely absurd. But if you look at it, video games, screens, tablets, cell phones are really just taking over the forefront of these kids and it's declining health. It's kids aren't having the confidence that, you know, we had as kids and that's all instilled by riding a bike. So we believe that all kids bike, our mission is to teach every kid to ride a bike in their kindergarten PE class. Uh, We want to be in that curriculum with reading, writing, arithmetic, so that's where we're starting. So we partner up, we do a program, a learn to ride program that's free to schools that it's a $5,000 program that's raised by donors and charities, a team of ambassadors, it all goes into it to get the school, the program for free. So every kid in kindergarten can learn how to ride a bike before they go into first grade. So with that, do you have any good stories that have kind of come out of any certain communities? with how this yeah. curriculum has really helped and what, you know, what kindergartners are experiencing. Yeah. So right now the Strider Education Foundation was created in March of 2017. The curriculum was created in March of 2018 and all kids bike launched in November of 2018. And since then we are now in 45 States, uh, 386 schools and impacting about 59,000 students a year learning how to ride a bike. And with, that many schools and that many states and that many programs, you know, that's 386 success stories. But, you know, you think of Staten Island, New York, initiate the program in a kindergarten there, and there's 32 kids in the class and not one kid in that class knew how to ride a bike. And so our curriculum, they get a fleet of the Strider 14X bikes, which is a balanced bike, but it also comes with a pedal conversion kit. So it transfers into pedals. So it starts off no pedals, no chain, just focusing on balance. And when they get proficient in balance, that's when you transition to adding the pedals, the chain, and get them rolling. But over the course of the curriculum, they started with 32 kids who had no idea how to ride a bike. And at the end of the curriculum, all of them were balancing, pedaling, and riding proficiently on their own. So um, that's a success story that sticks out right away. So let's talk about the roadmap. Like how does a school or maybe even just a leader within a community that wants to implement this into a school, it might not even be a school, it might come from a parent or just someone who really enjoys two wheels like yourself and myself. How does somebody 
go about getting this into, say, one of their local schools? Yeah. So, you know, essentially, I'll say that I work with a team of ambassadors. We probably have 140 ambassadors from all different walks of life who are a huge voice for the movement, help spread the word. And, you know, we do everything we can to spread the word and get ourselves out there. But once, you know, we're discovered and someone wants to bring it to their community, say it's someone who grew up in a community and they want to implement it in the school that they went to or their kids go to, you know, they can either approach us. We have a team of education special, uh, specialists who do a great job of speaking the, um, the school lingo and communicating with PE teachers. And uh, we reach out and, you know, present the program to them. We have people who just go to the school and have a connection themselves. And, you know, they reach out and they make the connection and get the program rolling. But, you know, the first step is the school administration has to approve that they want to implement the PE program. From there, the school or school system applies via our website. We have an all kids bike school application. And the third step would be the uh, school receives donations needed to fund the program. Once the donations are applied, all kids bike will share t- um, tips and op- options for fundraising. And once the fundraising is met, we send a curriculum to PE teachers. So they have a course curriculum that they get certified in to teach the right way for a kid to ride a bike. Uh, Once they are certified, we ship a fleet of 24 Strider 14X bikes, 24 helmets, 24 pedal kits, uh, everything they need to get the program rolling. So it's an easy five-step process to get it rolling. And one of the states and one of the ambassadors has been on this show before, and he, I think, is your number one ambassador. His name is Gary Vernon. Yes, Gary. Let's talk about Arkansas. Arkansas is an anomaly in terms of like getting people on bikes. Yeah, so I have personally never been, but we just launched um, a Strider store in Bentonville, and we get all these videos, and you see all this stuff going on, and Bentonville is truly just the mountain bike capital of the world, and just doing research and seeing all the trails and opportunities out there. It is something spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty awesome to see what they've done. As far as your ambassadors go, how did you guys go about picking your ambassadors? Cause when I was looking at your uh, national ambassadors page, and as you've said, you have like 160 ambassadors. These aren't just cyclists. These are motorcycle racers. They're motorcycle enthusiasts. They're bicycle racers, bicycle enthusiasts. It's like really broad, you know? So, so, So let's talk about some of your ambassadors and how that list kind of came about and people got involved. Yeah. Our national ambassadors, they come from all different walks of life. Like you just said, um, essentially they're all motivated and dedicated people that are passionate about impacting the future on two wheels. And so, you know, there's so many people behind the scenes here at Strider and all kids bike and everybody has so many connections. We're pretty fortunate in the black Hills, you know, we have, we're pretty close to Sturgis, South Dakota, which has the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally every year, which brings in, you know, a million different vendors and bikers from all around the world. And so easy to make connections just through that. You know, for me, like being passionate about motorcycle racing growing up, you know, it's easy for me to reach out to the guys that, you know, my brother raced with, my dad raced with, I raced with. And, you know, I have those connections. That's my background. And everybody here has their background. You know, we have guys who grew up mountain biking are certified instructors who have those connections. So it's really a team effort, but essentially we find the right person. We reach out to them. We want to make sure they're a good fit. We pitch the program to them and you know, it's hard to not get passionate about this. You know, I haven't really pitched this program to anyone and have them say, nah, that's not for me. 
people hear that kids on bike and that you can change the future, they, they get right on board. So it's awesome. Cause even if you think about motorcycle racing, that starts with bicycles. Like that's how I started. My dad got me on a bicycle and I got there. I got on a motorcycle, you know, the guys who are riding mountain bikes and, you know, breaking all kind of world records and competing in the Olympics and everything that they're doing, it all started on two wheels. And so it's just a background and reaching out and just making those connections is so awesome. Yeah. Do you have any good stories from any of your ambassadors? Gosh, you know, it's really just crazy. You have John Hunter comes to mind. Uh, John is the owner of Progressive Ramps. He you know, builds ramps and he's in Joplin, Missouri. And he hears about the program. And he, again, it's hard to not be passionate about it. And he goes to the city commerce. He reaches out to a strong community and he pitches this. And next thing you know, with the community backing, he funded all 11 elementary schools in Joplin, Missouri. So through his efforts alone, that's what, 11,000 kids in Joplin who are learning how to ride bikes. That's so cool. Yeah, it is. It is pretty awesome. And, and one of the things, you know, you've, you've identified early on that kids just aren't riding bikes like they used to. And mm-hmm. it's so important, I think, to get these kids just pedaling to school, you know? One and yeah, I remember being a kid. The most stressful thing about my life being a kid was I'd ride my bike to school and the bike rack would be so full to have nowhere to park it. You know, like that was stressful for me. And um, when I got into law enforcement, I spent a couple of years as a school liaison officer and working in the schools. And I remember one day standing at a playground at one of our local elementary schools and the bike racks were empty. And I was like, when I was a kid, this was, this was not it. This is insane. Yeah, I agree. You know, I'm 43 years old now. And so I rode, you know, I rode a bike to school in the eighties and early nineties. And it was like that, yeah. you know, and now I don't know if it's because kids have just, or parents have just gotten so used to driving kids to school or whatever, but it's, you know, that's that first, like really good taste of freedom. 100%. Like you said, it's the freedom and it's just like the confidence that comes with riding a bike. You know, like I never felt more confident when I was with my group of my friends, just pedaling down the street and going to school. Yeah, for sure. What do you have coming down the line? Do you have any, anything coming up for 2022 that you might want to talk about and promote? So, yeah, you know, we are in 45 states right now. We're darn near close to getting in all 50. So we're hoping definitely by this time next year, we should be in all 50 states. And that's been our biggest push. We're working with Los Angeles School District right now. We're trying to get all of L.A. filled up, which is a huge, huge plot on the map. And just continuing, we're always trying to grow our ambassadors. Like I said, from all walks of life, you know, we have huge names like Troy Lee and you have Brian Lopes and Elliot Jackson, all these very successful people, all the way down to, you know, the guy who lives in a small community and runs a motorcycle instruction course, who's, we may not know of him, but in his community, he has the right connections and he can fund three schools. So again, all walks of life, it doesn't matter who you are. If you're passionate, we're always looking for ambassadors and spreading the word and spreading the cause. We, like I said, we want to get every kid in America on a bike in kindergarten. So that's not possible without strong people, strong voices that help motivate our cause. Yeah. And you just spurred my brain on one thing, which wasn't, I didn't have this as a topic, but have you ever worked with, or is there like a track record of working with local trail organizations to help get these things funded? Obviously in Oz trails in Bentonville, you get it, but that's because that's what Gary does. Yep. So, and that's been a big thing for me. So like I said, I came into this role 
uh, beginning of 2021. And there was already a really strong list of ambassadors. And so, you know, trying to do my research and find the right things and making my own connections. I recently, you know, I got in touch with Heather Mason and she's the uh, NBDA president and, you know, partnering with her and she came on as an ambassador and it's really just making these connections and, you know, talking to Dave Wines and everything that he does with trails. And yeah, there's so many passionate people out there that are expanding my horizon and my knowledge base and getting in touch with. But I mean, if you think about even like the trail systems, if you take Bentonville and all the trails, those trails aren't going to be used if kids aren't going to learn how to ride. That's going to fizzle out. So if we can keep spurring it and getting more kids on bikes in those areas, those trails have a long life ahead of them. And it starts right there with you know the kids. Yeah, for certain. And so last week I was able to, I was fortunate enough to go to spend the week in Knoxville doing recording a bunch of shows. Yeah. And Knoxville is a community that really embraces the bicycle. Yeah. And they've recently put in an asphalt pump track. Uh, my community in La Crosse, Wisconsin, we have an asphalt pump track. Battenville is an asphalt pump track. How's that kind of been for, for striders in general? I see kids on those things all the time. And it's becoming like basically like your pools and other park type infrastructure. Now that asphalt pump track and bicycle playgrounds are becoming that new school way of, of putting into you know, public spaces. Definitely. We actually just built a bicycle playground in our own backyard here in Rapid City. And it's on my way home from work. I drive past it and it's amazing just how packed that place is every night. But I think a bicycle playground is so beneficial because getting kids out there and doing something different where it's not just riding your bike down the street to school and getting on a pump track and even just building those, you know, new skills of going up and down and obstacles and stuff like that. That's what sparks motivation to better yourself for the future where bicycling isn't just a mode of transportation at that point. That's learning new skills that can motivate you to be like, you know, the next Brian Lopes or Elliot Jackson or any of those guys. So it's just expanding the horizon of riding. Yeah. Awesome. Well, do you have anything you want to say as far as like closing this thing up and kind of any words of wisdom, wisdom from Dylan? <laughs> Where's the wisdom for me? Um, you know, I just think back to my childhood and again, all the positive memories that come from riding a bike that transpired into me being a parent now and having my own five-year-old daughter who's mastering a strider and, you know, the confidence in that she's being taught through learning how to ride a bike is motivating me to get back on a bike again, you know, because that, that kind of fizzles out when you get caught up in the mundane routine of adult life and having my new life and my daughter and the new passion with her is inspiring me. So. Yeah, it's just get outside, get away from the screens, get off the video games, live a healthier, longer, better life by, you know, stretching your mind and your muscles and creating these opportunities and these memories on a bicycle. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for being a part of the show. I love getting uh, new guests on the show and you're really spreading the knowledge because this is, this is the future of what we have going on and, and it is important to get kids outside. And especially with, you know, like we just talked about with the bicycle playgrounds, you know, and and talking about Progressive Ramp Company, I mean, they have a they have a whole like catalog, like a legit catalog of features that you can just order. Yeah, one hundred percent. Just like swings and slides. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is which is pretty amazing when you think about it. And I think that's something that a lot of people really don't know and really don't understand. And hopefully, we can get every community not only to have all kids bike as part of their curriculum, but also get bicycle playgrounds, just like the neighborhood pool or the neighborhood swing and slide. Yeah, it's just as important. 
So cool. Well, thank you, Dylan. Yes, sir. No, thanks for having me. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you for listening. Links for the various topics discussed in the show can be found in the show notes. Our next episode will feature the legendary Vernon Huffman out of Marin County, California. One could only venture to guess the topics we'll dive into during that episode. If you like what you have heard, please take the time to share these shows with others. Sharing these shows will help create awareness of both the guests who have taken the time to be on the show and the podcast series itself. This podcast has been made possible by Mountain Bike Radio, Smith's Bike Shop in La Crosse, Wisconsin, and is an Evolution Trail Services production. If you have ideas on future communities or people to feature in Trail Effect, please don't hesitate to reach out by emailing evolutiontrails at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.